Did you know that your brain has limits? Your willpower has limits? That's what we're going to talk about today. It's such a cool topic. I've never thought about it this way, but I'm hoping you really enjoy the discussion. Hi, this is Kirk Kinnear. I'm here to support leaders that know what it feels like to carry that heavy burden, who care about their staff and want to make an impact in the organizations they're leading. My commitment to you as a current leader is to give you company and to bring you to a place of leading lightly. Okay, okay. So, um, <laughs> sounds like I, I, I read a lot of books apparently, but uh, and I do. But the one I'm currently working through is The Science of Self-Discipline. I got a new book too, but I haven't uh, dug into it yet. But this is called The Science of Self-Discipline. And it's about willpower by Peter Hollins. It's not that long. Um, I'm I'm well into it, but I'm kind of what I do when I read books like this is I'll absorb it in chunks and then apply it until I've ingrained it into me, and then I'll read the next chunk. But he references right away in this book about some research that has been done on willpower, which actually does change the way people have looked at willpower for a long, long time. And that's what I'm, we're going to talk about and I'm going to share with you today. But a researcher, there was a researcher that did research. Um, I can't remember when it was. It would have been in the early nine or late 90s. And uh, his name was, the psychologist's name was Roy Bomeister and uh, his colleagues, and it was at Western Reserve University. And this research has been cited thousands of times, I think uh, a lot. And basically what they did was they gave researchers, they put two sets of subjects in a waiting room, and there were two plates of food. One plate was fresh-baked cookies, and the other one had white, I think red and white radishes. I'm trying to use my memory stuff as well as I can. Each group was allowed to eat only from one plate, but not the other. Um, the The idea was that uh, the group was uh, that was allowed to eat only radishes would have expanded serious willpower to resist eating those cookies. But the other group was allowed to eat the cookies. But then after that research... Uh, or after that project, they were both given a puzzle to work on. But the per participants, um, and that puzzle was designed, the participants didn't know this, but the puzzle was designed so that people couldn't finish it. It was impossible. So what they wanted to see was who would try for longer. And uh, they anticipated that the, the people in the radish group they would have had they would have spent a significant amount more of their energy trying not to eat the cookies and therefore they would have given up on the puzzle sooner isn't that a crazy concept i love this concept so they basically put two groups of kids or two groups of uh um study two study groups into two different groups one could eat radishes the other one and not cookies the other one could eat cookies but not the radishes so obviously the ones that eat the radishes took more willpower the ones that ate the cookies took way less willpower then they gave them a puzzle that was impossible to solve measured how long they would try isn't that crazy and the 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 cool part about this was the psychologists were right they guessed that the people that were trying to eat the uh not eat the cookies would give up sooner and they did and that's the premise of this book 
well, the book gets into a lot more, but uh, Peter Holland's book, The Science of Self-Discipline, talks exactly about how impactful and how to measure your usage of willpower. So if you go from thinking that I'm strong to my will has a limited reserve and how am I going to use it throughout a day, just think of how much influence that should have in how you plot out your day. Are you going to put junk food near a place where you're in high stress? Are you going to put yourself in a position where you could be, you know, tempted to, I don't know, for me, it's, it's YouTube. So are you going to put YouTube in the spot where you're in a high stress environment? How many things are you going to stack on top of yourself throughout the day and how are you going to leverage that, the knowledge that you have a limited a capacity of willpower? I think it's huge. Maybe not everyone else does, but it blew my mind. I chased a whole bunch of rabbit trails, and it seems to be quite proven that we all have a limited capacity of willpower. So when you're considering this and you flip the switch and apply this to leadership, what positions are you putting your staff in for success? Whether it's a workplace, are you going to put junk food in the office? Because you also do know that junk food impacts your ability to think clear. Uh, it impacts your memory, all of those things. Sugar is definitely not, uh, it's definitely the enemy of your brain. But, um, and I also learned a while back, uh, step, uh, they, people are considering stage three, uh, diabetes as actually it's a long-term extended intake of sugar. So if you think through all of these pieces, you can start strategically arranging the workplace so that people can get uh, be put up in a position of success where they can not be pushing their limited willpower too far. Isn't that crazy? Anyways, that was my little short uh, podcast today. I just wanted to share that with you. The book, again, is The Art of Self-Discipline or The Science of Self-Discipline by Peter Hollins. And the research that was done on it is um, the most referenced research is done by here. I do have to look the name of this person up again. Uh, the researcher is Roy, Roy Bowmeister. And uh, yeah, so if you're if you're applying it, I haven't gone so far as to apply it into how I'm going to change my work, but it definitely impacts uh, a few key pieces. And I think one a real simple one for me was uh, in my old workplace, I removed the ability to access Facebook. You got to realize when I was working at a university, Facebook absolutely took over everyone's time. Um, thankfully, actually not mine. I got rid of it after somebody complained about their cat having a hairball. So I think they gifted me with a reason to remove my access to Facebook. But uh, um, if you think about your work environment, you got it, and you think about people having a limited capacity of willpower, it, it gives you a new lens on how to think about their, how to think about how you're setting up your workplace for their best success. And it's not about people giving up, and it's not about people not being strong. But it is about limiting their expectations. The book goes into it kind of moves into a new space where it talks about how you can continue to flex those muscles and get better at it. But the first stage is understanding that it's a limited resource and you need to set yourself up for success. So I hope you enjoyed that. 
I definitely am going to be continuing to soak on this and figuring out the best ways to apply this into my workplace. It was groundbreaking for me to learn this, and I hope it is for you. Thanks for listening. If you liked it, remember to subscribe. If you know other leaders who could benefit from leading lightly, feel free to share. For more resources, visit our website at leadinglightly.com. 